We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! Man, don't let that final score that Brash just throwed up there fool you. This was a dominating win. Um, they dominated this game after the first quarter. Um, I mean, front to back. In the fourth quarter... Yeah, there was some garbage time threes put up by some scrubs off the bench. But this was one of the most complete games we've seen the Miami Heat play in a long time. Um, they went into Portland, you know, late game on the road. And I know Portland was on a back-to-back, but they showed up and showed out. Like, I'm really, really proud of the effort. Uh, the offense started actually looking like a really a, a real offense, even without Vic defensively they were flying around like they haven't done in a few games where we've been talking about the fact that they just look, look, look lethargic and, you know, it, you know, their rotations weren't sharp tonight. The rotations were sharp. The guys that we've been complaining about, like, man, I want to get into it about Tyler and Kendrick Nunn. I thought both had amazing games tonight, like offensively and defensively. They went up against some of the, the one of the best backcourts in the league and completely held their own. Duncan continues to play well off the dribble, doing things. Jimmy and Bam, I mean, what else can you say? Like, we were very worried about the fact that, I mean, they were killing us on the boards, and they kind of just they erased that whole issue. And they were causing turnovers, getting in the passing lanes. Jimmy had four steals. I just – complete effort um, from the end of the second – end of the first quarter – through the end of the game. I really like I thought this was one of their most complete wins of the season. So go ahead, Brass. Bring me out. Let's introduce our cast of characters tonight. We have uh we have we don't have Tiff tonight. 
Tiff, Tiff is uh, Tiff has a light week tonight. We're giving her a little bit of a break. So we have Siobhan, Gianni, Joey, and the intrepid producer, Brass. So let's find out what everybody is drinking tonight. All right, so before we get to the drinking, I do want to say we are going to make a concerted effort to answer questions tonight. A lot of people have been hitting us up and saying we do not answer questions um, because we usually get too drunk, and by the 30-minute mark, I forget, and we just start talking shit, and that's when the show normally goes off the rails. So if anybody has any questions, whether it be about Siobhan's breakdowns, uh, Joey's comedy career, uh, G's weird lighting in his room, uh, <laughs> how Brass makes his drinks. Whatever your question is, save them for around the 34, 35 minute mark. We are going to answer questions. I promise you. I am being held to this. My, my, my pay is being withheld if I do not answer questions tonight. So, Correct. yes, <laughs> Gianni concurs. <laughs> Uh, Siobhan, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, good win. So we're going to give them back, you know, both fists, um, some Jack Daniels rye and Mondavi Sauvignon. I love it. I love it. I'm on Tito's and Sprite tonight um, because last time I drank dark liquor, they lost. Uh, I think it's kind of racist, but hey, <laughs> listen, what isn't racist but feels racist is when the heat lose when I drink dark liquor. So... Uh, Gianni, what are you drinking tonight? Finishing that bottle of Pisco that I bought that I've brought on Hangover Time a couple of times. So we're having we're having it straight tonight. A uh, good win. I'm happy. Uh, listen, I like being on Hangover Time, so we're celebrating. There we go. Brass, what fancy drink you have for this win tonight? Uh, I mean, it's one of my favorites. I made it on here before. I made a Negroni. This is uh, oh, always you, you did what? You would, I made, you a, made Negroni. a Negroni. Come on, a what? Are a you Negroni. Like Negroni, man, I am not gonna take shit on this drink. I love this drink. You made this a Negro? A what? See, you're making it weird, not me. <laughs> I feel like that's the race because that's like that's an awful tasting cocktail, and I feel like it like it should. Oh, a, Negro- a Negroni? It's talk, awful. It tastes. Talk your shit, brass. Oh shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> bullshit. Like, it's been six minutes. <laughs> I am not. I will not stay. I did not stay up late. To get shit from a dude who just drinks pisco like straight, <laughs> like fuck off, man. I'm not. That's, I'm not. This is a heat win. I'm in a good mood tonight. You're lucky Tiff isn't here. If you drink a Negroni right. around Tiff, explain your, <laughs> your, explain your Negro tenderoni. <laughs> it's it, it's really simple. It's it's equal parts gin, uh, sweet vermouth, and Campari. And it's right. it's kind of bitter. It's it's delicious. Kind of. It's a wow. lot. <laughs> Sick your shit. I miss, I, miss I would rather Tiff be here and her slander me for the name of my drink than have Gianni slander the drink itself. Gianni's actually yeah. slandering the drink itself. Yeah. Tiffany would just be just tell you that your drink sounds racist. I'm stand for that shit. Let's it is go. called a Negroni, so I'm a little worried. But <laughs> <laughs> Joey, what are you drinking tonight? 
Uh, I might have the worst drink out of everybody. I have a cacti, which is uh, Travis Travis Scott's uh, personal agave spiked seltzer. It's like the supreme. It's like the supreme of uh, of hard seltzers. I'm gonna be Are in sicko mode for sure. No, I mean I'm t- in spirit of Solana. I thought yeah, it was what are your different. thoughts on this, Johnny? My thoughts on what? Oh, the seltzer. You're doing great. No. <laughs> I love. Okay, you I, you're, I you're thought really... it was. The, I thought it was a comment we were all laughing at. No, we're you're laughing. We're one. laughing at you, Johnny. Nice emphasis <laughs> on equal parts brass. Yeah, that is good. That was funny. <laughs> um, uh, listen, everybody. That, is, a, uh, that everybody's... is an awful drink, by the way, Joey. Oh, it's not good. Yeah. That, that's pretty bad. That's pretty. You're bad. you're not Solana, so we're not going to harp on it. But holy shit, like uh, the Travis Scott seltzer! Like, come yeah. on, man. I'm a, I'm in sickle mode. I'm in sickle mode. That shit comes with skinny jeans and a fucking sense of entitlement. Um, <laughs> white white boy summer. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh. Uh. That is a that is a white boy summer drink. Chet hates to be proud. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, like, let's get to this game. Like, I just felt like this shit was like light work for the Heat, which we have not felt. And I've been begging for a light work game where they just felt like they had full control of the shit from beginning to end, Siobhan. Like, yeah, that first quarter was rough, but I also didn't even feel – I wasn't shook. So the first quarter was rough. <clears throat> I wasn't shook, but it was rough. Like, right, we got – like what four straight steals and converted three points off of that. We were being out rebounded like eight to one or something wild. Um, but um, very soon after that, it, it seemed like Portland thought that they started to settle into their offense a little bit. And then, you know, we kind of did too. I think you're right. It never felt um, in doubt at all. This was probably one of the, the lightest feeling wins of the season. Um, <clears throat> everyone, for the most part, did what, what they were asked and expected to do. Um, it's good to see coming off of the little bit of a downer that that's Vic's injury. Um, but there was a lot to be encouraged by from, you know, maybe five minutes on to, to finish. So it was, it was a good game. It was a super solid game. I, I agree. I just thought it was, it was just like, like you said, everyone played their role. Everyone did what they were supposed to do. It just felt like, it felt like a good team going through the motions and getting yeah. a professional win against a team that, I mean, Portland is better than them. Yes. <laughs> right. And I know yes, Portland was on the back of the uh, on a back to back, but they were playing on the road in Portland and at a very fucking odd time. I do want to thank anybody, everybody who's showing up to watch the show tonight because this is is it's fucking what twelve thirty on a Sunday night. I appreciate the fuck out of y'all. By the way, it is my birthday officially now. Happy um, so I'm working on my birthday. Every I just I, I turned 40. So, Brass, hit me with a drip drop for turning 40 today. All right, one time we're gonna hit him <laughs> with a drip drop. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the mannerisms that Fuck Brass that. employs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love Bruce. <laughs> But uh, but gee, uh, I don't. I think the final score doesn't even tell you what kind of a beatdown this was. Um, I felt like they dominated this game, and I thought they did so many interesting things against Dame. Things that burned them against other teams when they tried to like focus on, you know, focus on the heavy hitter on another team. But 
they didn't recover. I felt like all that effort and that energy was there tonight that has not been there on other nights where, yeah, they're keying in on a guy and they're trapping a guy. But then when that guy passes out of the double team, now we're, we're scrambling and looking for. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. Put Paul Pierce up there. <laughs> uh, no, no dancing Mon- girls. Monica, Monica coming through? Monica. <laughs> um, but yeah, gee, I thought they really did a good job of like, they, they, they pressured Dame. They pressured uh, CJ, and then they they recovered really. They recovered well. Like I thought tonight, they they executed their defensive game plan like they haven't been doing lately. I think fans are not gonna like hearing this, but that's why you have the game against Memphis where you're trapping the Ted Cruz lookalike because <laughs> you need to drill in your defensive principles. And maybe that's not the correct thing to do on like any certain matchup, but you know in the playoffs when the games count and when you're really especially if you don't know Vic's future like you want to make sure that you have a game plan against like these really dominant guards Harden Kyrie Irving Kemba Walker uh Drew Holiday who's like lighting up the world right so you know you you do this you really establish your defensive principles and you give yourself a chance right so one day it looks awful because you know you were slow or whatever and today it looked great because you know you kind of need those lumps to work on it and that's I think I understand that the Heat are chasing wins and they need to, right? Like they need to get out of the bottom. They need to like solidify their spot in fourth and all that stuff. But the regular season is for tinkering. It's for kind of getting ready for the playoffs. It's trying to win games and play your best. But it's also like to make sure that when we're playing the most important games of our season, we have these principles drilled into us that we're executing to a T. Because Ariza just got here. Uh, Belly just got here who did play. We can talk about that later. Like Precious is a rookie. Like a lot of these, and last year they weren't doing this trap defense. This is a new thing for a lot of these guys. So I think that the lumps that we take, like the Memphis games are worth it because you see like tonight how it could look at when they're firing at all cylinders. Um, Joey, yes. did you watch the game? I watched most of the game. <laughs> a majority, but, but but I will say this about this game. Um, I, I will say that uh, this game had all the makings to be just a blowout with the heat losing, you know, with just the bummer that is the uncertainty of Vic. Um, so I could I could have totally seen us losing this game and us having a totally different conversation. So it's awesome that we actually, uh, you know, did what we had to do and win. Yeah, because this was this was set up for like just this letdown. Exactly. Uh, the, the heat fan base is kind of a little, a little bit dejected. Uh, we'll talk about Vic in a little bit. Um, I'm just uncomfortable. Yeah, they were favored, and I guess weird. Vegas knew something we didn't. Um, because you're favored on the road. I guess the back to back had a lot to do with it. Um, and honestly, I think I think we're down on the Heat, and but they're not a bad team even without Vic. Um, they're, they're, I mean, their defense is rock solid. They held the the Blazers underneath a hundred. Uh, you know, I mean, they've. Held, I think what they were saying, uh, they've held the most teams underneath 100. I, mm-hmm. I think also has a lot to do with the deliberate-ass pace. I mean, they can barely mm-hmm. run a fast break mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because, like, they think about it so fucking much. Like, Siobhan, they get a steal, they get on the break, and they run into, like, some kind of set instead of just attack the paint, let's go, it's three on one. Yeah. And they're looking for, like, dribble handoffs and shit. Yeah. No, you're right. They get, like super robotic sometimes with with like 301 uh 301 breaks <clears throat> um but um to your point about you know being down on the team 
that's like oh, that's rude. Well, I don't know what Alphonse. <laughs> I don't know what ends. I don't know who oh, that's man. rude to. It's um, rude to Ennis Canner if you see me run. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I personally haven't been down on this team. Shit, y'all were upset with me for being happy they beat the Lakers the other day. Um, G, you're you're absolutely right that the, you know, some of the learning curve, I guess, with the the season structured the way it has, with the roster constructed the way it has, is that <clears throat> you do take, you know, some L's in, in games where you shouldn't. And maybe that are those are for purposes of tinkering and trying to figure out, you know, what it is you have and what works well together. Um, but, yeah, like you said, they have been, you know, rock solid. Um, without Vic, the defense is finding continuity. Guys are doing other things. Um, Duncan is, is, is still shooting well. Uh, Kendrick, Tyler, are you there so much more poised? Um, they're so under so much more control. They're utilizing like their actual skill sets and body control. More. Their retreat dribble has been like on point tonight. They weren't rushing and forcing stuff. They just looked defensively. Better. They were on point. Yep, defensively they were on point. So I, I really don't have you know too much negative to say uh, about this game. I want to see it carry over. I do. You know, that was them on the second night of a back-to-back. Okay, you know, what do we look like with the rest of this week that comes up? I think that will say a lot, but they look good. I tell you, we need, we need more games where we have two nights off before. Because yeah. I don't but know the last why. game we had two nights off. We yeah, that's, that, like that's true. Weird. But, but yeah. tonight, tonight yeah. they are they played like I – two last two nights I got to bed at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> it was fucking glorious, man. I am like – Yeah, I was going to say, like, you mean personally? Yeah, I, I'm uh, – listen. I am yeah, re-energized. Heat beat, heat beat needs two nights off in two games. Yeah, we uh, – are. So my eye test was right. We we are fucking terrible on the break. Like I, I they literally they look for dribble handoffs on a three on one. Like dude, just go score. Um, for for gee, the podcast audience, the Heat have the ninth worst transition offense. That's one point one one points per possession. Oh, thank you for that because I forget that people listen to this. Which it's is always we weird. Offense, it's because we don't offensive rebound. We don't re- offensive rebound, so we don't start to break. We get steals and stuff, but then yeah, that makes people have to like catch up and then like figure. No, but out. we get we just don't execute it well. They don't force we get turnovers either. Like tonight was a rare night. Like for the most part, they just don't force turnovers. But even when they do, like I, they literally I look for dribble handoffs at the three point line and on a three point a three on one break. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, like Bam always slows up. I never understand that. You're the most athletic person on the court. Like, it, it, listen, I, I don't want to. I, I what I, I want to go back to a positive. G, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn tonight. I thought there were at least three possessions where Kendrick Nunn saw like a Duncan Robinson or so, a, a slower player on a Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum ran for ran and trapped, let the other guy recover, and just completely disrupted what the Blazers were trying to do. And it was like it's it's things and Tyler did a lot of that stuff tonight too. They were doing things tonight I haven't seen them do all season. Is it just like Vic is trying to take our job? He's not here. Let's actually, you know, you know, we're not safe anymore because there's a dude out here coming to take our minutes. Or is it just execution? What did you see? Um, I, I think a little bit of both. I think like the two nights rest, you know, versus the Blazers, you know, no nights rest. That that means something. Kendrick hasn't played in forever too, so like his his yeah. body's a little fresher than everyone's. I think Tyler has been like really positionally like good this year on defense. I think he's like sucks as an on ball defender, and obviously we've talked about like his limitations. But I think like in terms of kind of rotations and help, 
I think Tyler's been like really, really like solid for them, you know, as good as he can be. I thought Kendrick, you know, he's shown flashes of that, that little stretch when he played really, yep. really well earlier in the yep. season. We saw a little bit of this, so we know he has this in him. He's just inconsistent. And I, I think that that's just like, you know, that's kind of a lot. I mean, he's a young player. Uh, oh my God. Um, he's a, he's a young player who's, you know, I know that he's like, like older technically, but you know, it's his second year in the league and these are going to be some inconsistencies that he's going to have going forward. And, you know, as he kind of irons it out, it's going to look better. So if he can maintain a version of this in the playoffs, that's like tremendous for them. That's a huge win. I'm dying in some of these comments. I'm just, Cantor is horny for authoritarianism. Like that is an amazing comment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like I was trying to listen to your analysis, Gene, but like Jesus, uh, District Inferno has been is killing me. Um, is it District Inferno? Yeah, that's what it is. Um, you know, one guy I want to talk about, and like me and Brass were talking about doing an unsung hero type segment where we just kind of talk about a guy whose stats did not jump off the page. And anybody can jump in that feels like it. Trevor Ariza is tasked at six foot eight, six foot nine. Uh, you know, just you know, just came out of retirement. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean, he was you know he was playing spades in somebody's basement not more than six weeks ago, yeah. right? We gave up a pack of gum and a racist for him and a Lucy and and a, and, 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 and two loose cigarettes. <laughs> Uh, one was broken by the filter. It's a great um, deal. <laughs> it, it really is. Listen, uh, it's hard to get a Lucy nowadays. Like, you can't just, you know, even you half of one, even half of one. Yeah, exactly. It's you can't even get. You know, motherfuckers don't give you shorts nowadays. But anyway, <laughs> I, I brought it back to Pompano. Um, My God. Trevor Reese is out here guarding Dame Lillard effectively. Yeah. Like that's not. It's not just that he's out here. As 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 just okay, put him on Dame. Let Dame go go crazy. Trevor Reese is out here guarding uh, Dame Lillard effectively for most of the game. Like you picked him up for nothing. I thought Trevor Reese had an amazing game tonight. It doesn't show in the box score. You know, six points, uh, three assists, two rebounds. But damn, like he was plus five. Plus five. But he was moving well with Dame. I mean, I, I think Trevor. You know, Siobhan, he's been a huge pickup. Yeah, no, he has. <clears throat> and it's it's something about, like, 3 and D guys. There, That is a certain type of um, – the three, the skill set, yes, but the – the what is it? The appetite to play defense, right? Yeah, he, he kind of just came off of retirement, but I try to look at it as if, you know, he just came off of a year's rest, you know, a year's worth of rest. And for that type of, of – of game though it does take a little bit you have to lather up you have to get warm you have to get loose you have to figure out what it is that you know this new scheme is asking of you and then you're able to let kind of your um your instinctual elements take over and you we're seeing that you know he's been in the gaps he's been like the game plan was to start him on dame that's not something that they like stumbled upon midway it's through not the on game. a switch it's not, it's on, not a switch. on a switch no it's it's what no lock him up like yeah, that, purpose, that's your yeah. assignment and they were able to um put jimmy on cj that's so huge that jimmy doesn't have to worry about being the lead you know the lead defender on the wing i still would like to get more possessions of bam off of the guard up top 
Um, I think we switch too much sometimes. Um, they but, fixed it though. Did you guys notice they, that? They, they yeah. fixed it where they, I mean, not, not totally with the switch. Bam was still out there at the three point line, a lot of possessions, but they were like, they fought for that. You know, they fought Canner. They fought Nurkic. They got them off of those offensive rebounds after that first quarter yeah. where Gee, we watch how many games have we watched where there's been no adjustments where we're getting killed on the boards? None. Yeah. And, and today was a game that I kind of thought that they would get like crushed. Cantor had the 30 rebound game yesterday. And you know, Nurk Nurk is looking good, right? And and it's yeah. it just seemed like they were gonna switch Bam onto Lillard a lot and they were just gonna get killed on the other side of those switches, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is also like they forced a million turnovers, so they didn't really give the Blazers a chance to miss shots. Mm-hmm. Um so like I think part of that played into it, but they like I think especially with a shooter like like Lillard, you want to send the trap more so than the switch. And I think that they've been burned by that in the past. Trey Young is a guy that has done it to them a lot. Like they switch Bam out to him. And I think I mean they like the matchup. I mean, if, if these guys are gonna pull up for 30 footers and you're just like, fine, fuck it, take it. But I think they've been burned enough by them that they're just like, let's just get the ball out of these dudes' hands. And that's kind of like what you're saying. Like they made the adjustments that they had to, and they're like, listen, we're not gonna get Dame, we know you can do it. Uh, let's uh, let's make these other dudes do it. You know, I, I want to go back to Ariza real quick because I, I, one thing that I think is cool about Ariza is there's a lot of similarities between uh, he and Iguodala last yep. season because they both had an extended absence from the league. I mean, they you know they didn't play for. I mean, how long has Ariza been out? A year. I mean, like it's a been solid a year. year. Yeah. yeah. So Ariza even more so than Iguodala, I believe. Um when he came to the heat but honestly what ariza has given you what has given the heat since he came back uh since since we traded for him uh is really better than what iguodala did at uh, at the same time last year yep and he's jay crowder ish he's better than i think he's giving you more than jay personally not offensively to me not offensively jay crowder was i mean he gave you a stretch for uh, like none other, you know what I mean? But was defensively, on the team for two months. <laughs> yeah, but like defensively, but again, he's giving Jay, you a shit ton. But again, Jay was playing. You know, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm making the comp- yeah. yeah, like you know, Iguodala wasn't playing. So yeah. as as Siobhan said, it takes a little bit for a player to sort of get back into game shape. And I think considering he had an entire year off, he's been doing great. And I I really think he's gonna be he's gonna be getting even better. Uh, he just he fits in really really well what was his was there talk of him coming back it's just kind of funny when a player is traded and all of a sudden they start playing as soon as a trade happens even though they, <laughs> yeah. they had an so i think i think trevor just basically said he wasn't playing uh for the thunder like they yeah. were a rebuilding team he's not gonna he got he's got a limited number of miles left on his legs and he's not playing for a rebuilding mm-hmm. team so I don't, I don't think, think it was they ever wanted him to either. They want to lose games. Not That's true. That's what true. he yeah. allows you to do, though, in his athleticism and just being able to guard the way he does, kind of to G's point about um, their uh, proclivity to to trap, you know, some of these ball handlers. In the last couple games, that's one of the adjustments that they've made, right? They're not the big, whether it's Bam or um, the manga. He was doing it really well. They're not showing um, flatly anymore. <clears throat> Instead, they're coming out and – him and the guard are pushing the ball handler back and, you know, Dame small. And so, like you said, you know, they're not trying to get burned on, you know, him splitting or whatever. They're trying to 
create space between him and the basket and then get the ball out of his hands. And like you said, Alf, now they are doing the things that they weren't recovering, or at least today they're uh, recovering better than we've seen them a little bit. What, one thing I find interesting, um, and yeah, the, the 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 energy defensively because every time they have a bad defensive effort we always hear it's effort it's energy um and it looked like it tonight tonight they just had they were getting back tonight um the we talked so much about the rebounding especially after that first quarter it just felt like they were getting crushed um a few numbers that just popped out to me the Blazers had eight offensive rebounds for the game. I feel like they had ten in that first quarter, but for the for the game they had eight. The Heat had six, so it wasn't like this huge, huge discrepancy. Yeah. The Heat only had seven turnovers. The Blazers had seventeen, right? So we felt like they were getting crushed on the boards and all this. The Heat actually shot six more field goals than the Blazers did tonight. And I feel like how many games have we watched where the Heat have like eight, nine, ten less field goal attempts yeah. for a game than the other team because they are consistently getting out hustled. So I just feel like tonight they kind of just put all of it together for once, offensively and defensively. And it feels like I said, it feels like one of the most complete games of the season. I mean, a set, you know, an eighteen point fourth quarter. I think you. I mean, I think that was a team coasting, just trying to finish out a game. I would have loved to see a game where Jimmy didn't have to play the last five minutes, but you know, for the most part, I just thought they really dominated tonight. And Siobhan, I know you got some plays you want to get to. Uh, yeah. Um, someone uh, said, wait, wait, someone said, Alf, you got to frame your jerseys before you throw them on the wall. I'm not framing these old ass faded jerseys. I'm just, is that the Strahan Jersey? The legendary. Yeah, that is that Strahan Jersey one, two, uh, two Miami Heat championships. We'll we'll, we'll discuss that at a later date. <laughs> I get, so real quick before we get to spot, I remember Alf was off Twitter for a while because the Heat were like sucking. It was in the middle of a playoff run, and they started winning games when Alf was off. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twitter. And he just kept sending me pictures of the Strayhand jersey. He would just go, Strayhand jersey. It was, I was a, it was a sacrifice I made. It was like when LeBron, uh, fate goes zero dark 30 on a... Uh, which is so weird. It's like it, when you know he he co-ops the murder of a fucking terrorist. Uh, to, you know, LeBron's a weird guy. Um, but so I would just like I, I there was a stretch. I was like I'm going off the Twitter, and I was off of Twitter, and they just started winning. So I would just text G Strahan and just you know and then go and away dark, again. and dark liquor, dark liquor. It was it was nice. Crown Royal and Strahan. Zero, zero dark liquor. 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. All right, go ahead, Siobhan. Oh, hold on, hold up. Let me break it down. So it can forever and consistently be broke. That's one of my favorite blocks. Damn, that was awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. So, okay. Pause, press. Take it from the top if you can. Um, so I just have four. Um, first three are offense. Last one's defense. Um, go ahead. So cut through. We have our stagger on the side. Pause. So um, CJ, you know, jumped the top side of the screen, not letting Duncan come off of it. So he kind of, you know, pushed his way under. Still got to the area he wanted to go. Um, keep going. And so we're not getting anything. Um, Duncan's going to cycle through. I think Trevor clears out eventually. And so pause. Bam is getting the ball out here. It's like 4.6 seconds left. <laughs> um, and I think we have, well, I know I personally a lot of times want to see him do, you know, some different things um, when he has face-up positions. But we also have to contend with the fact that a lot of times he's getting the balls in, in, in these types of situations. So go ahead, Brass. I think he gives us, you know, a step back or a foul or, or something. But, you know, not 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 optimal offense. But that was a play early on. Um, go ahead. Let's get into the next one. I like this because I, I like um, – I like players that make adjustments. I like people that pay attention, pause, and understand when, you know, their lineup switches, when the, one of their teammates goes out and, you know, when a different one comes in and how they their game is different than the person they just subbed for, right? So go ahead. We have some action between Jimmy and Precious here. Um, and then pause. We have this Precious um, Goron action. And this is the same type of action he'll run with Bam. This is the same type of action we've seen him try to run with Precious. Precious is small, though. He's smaller than Bam, and Bam is small. And so a lot of times he'll go for this lob, and, you know, it'll get broken off. Um, that's not what he does here. Go ahead. He gets up, finds some space, and, you know, has a little dump off. That was little, but stuff like that matters. Um, stuff like that leads to less wasted possessions, more, you know, shot attempts at the basket. Siobhan, I just want to say I love that play there 
Because when you have Canner on the floor and he's killing you on the offensive glass, yep. like you have to punish him on the other end. And you yep. saw what happened when you put him in the pick and roll. Like he's he's like a, a he's a deer in the headlights. He has he doesn't have the lateral movement. He's not a good defender, and they they picked him apart a lot of times. So it it kind of mitigated his 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 effect on the offensive end. Yep. I'm and that's what, no, you're fine. That's what you have to do. You have to go downhill at that, um, or. Or he's beating you by just being there when he shouldn't be. Um, go ahead, go to the next one for us. Um, here, okay. Oh, okay. Start this one over. I remember why this bothered me. So pause. So Precious is setting up like he's about to go set. I think this is Duncan. Yeah, Duncan just passed to Jimmy. He's gonna clear through. Precious is setting up like he's about to set the screen for Jimmy. Instead, he fakes to come and set the screen around the free throw line area for Tyler. Now, I don't know if this was um, a design play. Sometimes things are just, you know, um, they're reads, they're audibles in in game situations. I don't know if this was or wasn't. My issue here is the timing. Um, go ahead, Brass. Pause. So, whether I'm... I don't know that Tyler knew that pressure was coming to set that screen for him because he wasn't he wasn't ready. He wasn't prepared. He hadn't done the work to set his dude up um, ahead of time. So pressure is just sitting there. And now Tyler's trying to finagle to, you know, find some room to run precious off us when that timing should have already been there. Um, go ahead. <clears throat> then precious comes back. He flips it and then tries to set for Jimmy. They don't make good contact. Jimmy doesn't really wait, but it's OK because, you know, Jim's a dog. Um, but just, you know, some stuff that we got to work on as we're still, you know, trying to incorporate guys. And then last one is defense. Um, I don't know. Pause. I don't know if they intended to for this to be that little matchup zone that they'd like to do. But um, it ends up shaping itself that way. Go ahead. Um, they're kind of matched up. Kind of not. Pause. So at this point, so Tyler tells Kendrick to take this person and that is where he should be. Tyler is fucking up the rotation because <laughs> <laughs> because the guards up top are matched. Either, I don't know how they like to play it. Either have Iggy sit on top of this player at the free throw line, but it can't be because Iggy has this guy up top. Tyler needs to be concerned with what Bam has down here so that Bam can be concerned with what Nurk is doing. Um, go ahead, roll it. Boom, Tyler's kind of in no space, you know, no man's land. And, you know, luckily, you know, big things fall hard when they're off balance. But um, I think they did a lot of things well tonight. Really, I, I really, really do. Him there because Who, they don't, Tyler, because they don't, that's different. That's a different zone than what they ran last year. Yeah, and but they, they see, they've. And they messed that up, I think, because they matched up wrong initially. Yeah. But at the point that they committed to the matchup, they got to rotate. But they did There's a lot really well. Are- horrible this year like their zone is getting like absolutely shredded for the most part and i think part of it's like from what you just pointed out like they're just like totally not organized and they don't know where to be yeah is it just not organized or teams have scattered it so well no because they're doing it different and like i think you saw there like they're just not like in the right positions and like they used to put the bigs and the wings up top and the guards in the back and they would have like fly around for help and then now they're playing it kind of inverted but it's like you know Yes, and then so inverting it, you have to match it up. You have to match up from the beginning, or once you start the rotations, it's going to be rotating from the wrong side and, like, be off. Um, But I think some of it is is scouting, but they do, like, a lot of different 
like complex kind of defensive things that I think, you know, maybe they just got fucked up there. They don't got to like use it as much either because like, they're just going to like the zone was just a, a crutch because they couldn't guard guards. Now they just say, well, fuck it. We're going to trap and switch. Right. So like yeah. the zone was a big product of earlier in the season, even before they got Jay and Iguodala, they're like, OK, well, we play Myers and drop and they have Kendrick Nunn and Gore. We have Kendrick Nunn and Goron and that action is getting shredded. They remember, they couldn't guard a soul in the beginning yeah. of last season. So the counter was, okay, well, when we have these guys on the floor, we have to play zone. And what we're going to do is the only good thing that Myers does is he's tall and has long arms. We're going to put him at the top of the zone, and we're going to put Derek or whoever, and then our guards are going to be in the back. So if they break that initial line, then our guards come help. But that's, like, unlikely. And it was a very active and aggressive zone. Now there's not as much of a need because they can switch and because they trap anyway because they, they weren't really doing that last year. So. They, they just don't do it a lot. And, like, if you don't do it a lot, you just, yeah. you know, you get rusty. I, I, are you done? Um, I, that was, like, such a long, drawn-out, like. <laughs> and am I wrong? Am I the only one? <laughs> Fuck with you, Jay. I was, like, but no, I was literally listening to you, like. Listen, I, I, I don't blame you. Oh, uh, but no, but we I'm fuck with you. You want to know what a hockey assist is next? No, fuck no. No, the fuck no. no. <laughs> um, okay, so we did say we we're going to take questions. So here's the first question because District Inferno really keeps harping on this, and I don't understand why he would think this is a good question. Uh, when's the Alvers Siobhan one on one charity event? <laughs> that shit would be, we could go to 50 and it would be over in about eight minutes. Like, you guys don't understand. Siobhan is a world-class athlete, basketball player. I um, seldom, you know. You're a 40-year-old old man. Yeah, I'm 40 years old. I was When I was Siobhan's age, she would have whooped my ass 55 <laughs> to, to 4. Now, I wouldn't even, you know I'm saying? I, it's, I, would, I wouldn't get a shot off. So, no, that is not going to happen. And someone said Alf and G versus uh, Tiff and Siobhan. Holy that's a, yeah, that's shit. a massive That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. <laughs> For who? <laughs> For, for, right. for the audience. <laughs> oh my god, we sh- we should do that. I want to go out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress like uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the uh, the episode of Martin good. when it was the uh, when Martin versus the USA basketball team, the women's team, and like, they had Eric Gordon and he had like striped socks up to his knees. I'm gonna dress like that and I'm gonna play Siobhan. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see if I can score on her one time. And I'm. It, I probably won't. I probably, probably won't. That's right. Um, wait, what was that last question? That was harsh. It was harsh. I don't like that. What, don't is like it? That. Is there it's a way mean. that we can vote Gianni listen, off the listen, rest of these late nights? The, no. These West this Coast games. He beat. He beats like right. the Heat. Like we need bodies, man. Yeah. G, G, G stepped up. G stepped up. I'm here. I'm tired. By the way, I, I'm like dead. I yeah. I woke up. I've been hungover all day, and I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Listen, yes. I'm not doing that. Thank you, G. Listen, I was fucking with you. That was a long, drawn out fucking no, answer was, about zone. Was, Holy yeah. shit! I was like, zone. I was out. Still better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Siobhan played D one basketball. She would destroy Alf. That is correct. Hey, so we, we got our ass kicked by that lady at Channel. What was it Channel Ten? Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, don't was appreciate a, this magic that Brass kicked our ass. She That's posted great. me up and she elbowed me in like <laughs> like like the shoulder and I like almost fell over. I was like, God damn. And that was when I was like in shape. I was like working out every day. Okay, All right, question. 
Does a non-resurgent, being generous here, <laughs> seriously give Miami leverage this offseason with Oladipo? No. Hell no. I, I, I don't know if anyone else has it. It doesn't. It, no. Not non-resurgence. <laughs> Vic's injury yeah. history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's all about Vic. It has nothing to do with what none can do. Or, I bet you they don't keep none. I bet you that none can play great, and I bet you they don't keep them. Yeah, I I don't see them keeping none either, but um, I guess it all depends on how things guys. shake out. Um, we had another question. I it just don't. What I you don't get him back. This so wasn't. Wait, G plays sports. He plays a lot of volleyball. I'm a I'm a I good volleyball that. player. I'm Me like too. an okay soccer player. We can uh, play volleyball, yeah. G. Oh, I love this. I love it. I'm down. <laughs> Whenever you're in town, let's go. Love it. Okay. My jump serve with topspin? I'm not a good jump server. Mm. Not That's a good I, jump best. I hit the ball really hard. I'm like really I'm like legit really proud of how good my jump serves are. I worked <laughs> I grinded the fuck out of that one year. Every day I was like working and I, I hit the ball really hard and I could do a floater. I can hit with topspin. I can play in or outside. Oh my god, inside, I kill it. Um so this me. next question is Joey, why so smoky in your garage? And for that answer. We are going to go to the Joey House Hour two-minute comedy hour. Let's go. Uh, why is it so smoky in my garage? That's uh, because my mom's in her car. Um, <laughs> uh, we, um, we lost a cornerstone of the hip-hop community. That's right. Prince Philip passed away. Seven years ago, um, but he's been keeping uh, up appearances with the help of a, uh, some type of marionette apparatus. Uh, that's what John Crotty would like to call a weekend at Bernie's situation. Uh, I could be wrong, uh, but I think I heard that uh, Prince Philip was basically the DMX of the royal family, uh, whatever that means. Uh, but seriously, was anyone surprised by his passing? I mean, the last pictures I saw of him, he looked like one of the guys at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like if if paper mache was a person, that's what yep. Prince Philip would be. You know, what, what, a, what, a, what a delicate uh, skin type he has. Um, but, enough, but enough about old dead white guys. Um, in other news, former Heat big man and current anti-Semite, uh, Myers Leonard, will be holding a Zoom conversation with the Halil chapter of the University of Miami. Now, I don't even know how that could go for him. I don't know what he could say. I've thought maybe he can go. Uh, I know most of you guys here are pretty uh, pretty angry at me, but uh, not as angry as being sniped from being a, from a respawn, bro. You, I mean, you ever, get, you ever been that mad? You ever have the red circle of death on your Xbox? Um, but, uh, you know, it's not all bad news with Myers Leonard. I did hear that him and Deshaun Jackson are working on a remake of a uh, Will Ferrell film. Look for Goose Step Brothers out this summer. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my God. Yes, Joey. So <laughs> I was so I was so afraid of the DMX stuff at the beginning. Oh, I was, I was like, so no. scared. I just I, I was looked like, at holy out. shit. Very we <laughs> like to live on edge here. Yeah, heapied, always, always at the edge. Prince Philip was a rotting corpse already. Well, yeah. You see what ra- that old racism does something. It ages you like a mall. That 
They said he was 99. He was really 48. That blue in the blood just starts to seep closer and closer to the surface of the skin. Motherfuckers start turning purple. Like Yeah, and there's a he lot of great. <laughs> there's a lot of some, incest there. I saw somebody tweet out that, like, you know, we're all making jokes about, you know, Prince Philip, but, you know, the royal necromancist lost his job that day. <laughs> 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 I, I I love the I did the rumors like oh uh, he he uh, just had the vaccine and that's what killed him. Oh fuck! Out of here. I'm like bro, that vaccine probably kept him alive for two more days. Like, <laughs> right? the, the polio vaccine from a hundred years ago. <laughs> like, come on, bro! Somebody breathed on that motherfucker too hard and he died. That motherfucker was near death for like the last fifteen years. Yeah, I did not know that was the queen's husband because I don't even understand how this shit works. That was a queen, right? Yeah, you can't look that old and be called prince. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so it's like, wait, well, it's a little boy's title. Come on, man! Like, yeah, then you left can... her husband and cousin in one fell swoop. <laughs> yeah, rough, rough day. Two for one. Like, what? what? The f- how are you? How? Why are you married to the queen and not a king? I don't understand that whole royal family and why they exist in the first place. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, just vestiges of old racism. Um, that was a funny day on Twitter. That was like that. That was like one of the funniest days on Twitter in a while. He died because they went over a bump in the car. Yes, <laughs> that was it. Fucking Jeez. weird. <laughs> <laughs> who, who did that? What is something <laughs> somebody like you? Bitch had a heart attack from a uh, pothole. Um, <laughs> anyway, it really does. Um, so who do the Heat play next? Phoenix. They play Phoenix. Oh my Can't god, wait. that's an L. Come for that. No, it's not. No, it's not. not necessarily. It? it got L potential. It has hella L potential. Let me tell you. I'm just like Boston went into Denver tonight. Yeah. And beat and beat the brakes off of them. That so game was I, weird, though. Th- that, that game was weird. Jokic was just like weird. Yeah, I'm, like, I, I'm not giving Boston credit it. for that. I watched that game. I'm not giving the Celtics the a it. fucking ounce of credit. <laughs> hmm. All right. So I have a question for you guys as we, we kind of uh we we draw this night to a close. We're already at almost fifty minutes. Uh, we like to try to keep it around 40. It's fucking 1 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. <laughs> it's my birthday, so fuck y'all. We partying. Um, do, do you guys, as long as they're not in the play-in, uh, in the play-in situation, situation where the karate, do you guys care what seed they are? Like, are you trying to avoid, are you trying to no. avoid anybody? So, personally, I would like not to see Philadelphia the rest of them, I don't care about. That's just and me. And I, I personally, any team, if we, I am, I do not feel good about the playing game. Like, no, he's saying thing. if we avoid the playing, if, yeah, we, if avoid we can the- avoid that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we can match up against just about anybody. But does the playing game is that just a one-off? Yo, if you're the higher seed, you only have to win one, and if you're the lower seed, you have to win twice. So, like, if the Heat are in a play-in with the Knicks, right, and the Heat are above the Knicks in the standings, the Knicks have to win two games, and the Heat only have to win one game, and then they go into the playoffs. I just want that week off while they play the play-in game. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, because huge. They're right now. They're in fifth, and like, 
I want them for I want them to stay around that four fifth seed. Um, I think I mean Charlotte's gonna go into. I mean they can they can only withstand so that. much. Yeah, I mean, but they lost to Atlanta tonight. I mean, how much can they withstand? Gordon Hayward's out for how long? Like four weeks. Four weeks. Lamelo's out for the. It's still out, yeah. Lamelo's out for the season, maybe. Like, I feel like they're gonna go into a free fall, like the Knicks. Boston's <laughs> coming, man. They've put together a nice stretch here. Yeah, no way. Nobody's afraid of Boston. I'm not. Are they really? They're seventh right now. I haven't looked at this. They're like. The if, they're like. They're basically tied like, well, a little bit higher. Then like Knicks, that. yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Um, I I oh. do I, I do disagree with Siobhan. Like the Phillies, like. Out of the the four teams up top, Philly is the team I would most want to play. Um, maybe not yeah. in the first round series, but in the second round series, I think you're making. Faces. I thought that, that's what the question was, like avoiding in the first round. No, yeah, I no, want. Is there anybody outside outside of Brooklyn? There's nobody in the, in the East that I would honestly. I want to avoid a team like Atlanta, or, or just because I don't want to lose to them in the first round. Yeah. I'd want to avoid the Bucks. I'd want to avoid the Bucks, and I'd want to avoid the. the I'd Nets. rather lose to the Bucks in the first round than lose to Atlanta. Like, oh yeah, I, yeah no, for sure. I course, want yeah, the tougher sure. first round matchup, just so. Mm. Oh well, we lost to the eventual oh, Eastern like, Conference and, champions. I mean, when I think of seeding, I don't think of the first round. I think that, like, as long as the Heat, I think they're going to end up four or five. So, like, that doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah. if they end up six, like, that's fucking danger time. <laughs> like, that's, you want to get into that four. You don't want to yeah. play those top three teams. But I think I think getting right. into four is important because you know Brooklyn's having their injury problems right now, and I don't think they're going to finish one. I think Philly is probably going to finish with the one seed, and that's the second round matchup I want if I'm the Heat. I think the uh, yeah, I'm not the, mad at them in the second round. Literally, if you can say out of seven or eight to me, you're you're yeah. you're in good shape because yeah. I think they could beat the Sixers, and then if it is literally if it's the Hawks, the Celtics, or the Hornets in the first round. I mean, okay. it's Spo. The, the, the thing is, I believe in Spo, and he can scheme the fuck out of those teams. And like, Jimmy. oh yeah, and Jimmy's just not going to lose to the Hawks. Like, yeah. he's not going to lose to Trey Young. Yeah, like he'll kill him first. Like he, he'll just beat the <laughs> shit out of him in the middle of the game. Like you know, third those quarter just are kick like, him in the neck. Like if that's your first round opponent, like I think it might be annoying because they may like lose a game in a way that'll piss you off. Yeah. But when those teams that have bad defenses, when you have the coaching advantage, it's yeah. over. Lights up. Um. So okay. So I I I did miss misspeak. We do have something else that we want to get to before we get out of here. We have the very popular segment, Miami Heat movie. We have two new additions tonight, Woo. and they're a little bit more obscure, which is which. I'm glad we're doing it at like 1.15 on a Sunday. <laughs> hey, viewership's held strong, by the way. Shout out to chat. Yeah. Shout out to Cardi. I don't I don't I say Cardi Leon's name. I always <laughs> fuck it up. I say it, G. I don't know who I thought you Say it right, G. No, no. This is a lot of pressure. Say Carletiana. 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 Okay. Shout out to Carletiana. You're here every single night. We appreciate the fuck out of you. Uh, there's a lot of y'all that are here every single night, but I don't think I've shot her out because I'm so afraid to say her fucking name. Um, but thank you, Carletiana. And no, Carletiana, we are not doing the whole roll call tonight because it's late as fuck. Oh, come on. No. She's, we didn't by do the it way, not do it. We're just she's such a Heat fan. I've, I've met her several times, and I, I really always love chatting. Like she, She's been a lifer fan of the team for like a long time, so we love that. Thanks. 
Yes, we love you. Thank you so much for your support. I can't wait till we can have fucking watch parties again, man. Yeah. Oh, to meet all you motherfuckers, all these people in the chat, like who live in South Florida. I just miss you, Al. I want to hang out with you. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen it'll fucking, be a fucking party. <laughs> Monica. Monica. <laughs> We're going to Duffy's, North Miami Beach. <laughs> Bring Wait, your do friends. It, do it, Alf. Monica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My why head, I got it. No. Why am I so? You're right there. You're there, right there. there. Yes. Monica, come make some money, girl. It's my birthday. It's my birthday, girl. We out here. I got illicit drugs in the background. <laughs> Double Throw did you win? Tip with the chips. Yeah, assholes. <laughs> Monica. All right, All right, let's let's let's. <laughs> Okay, so here are our new additions tonight. Uh, we had Duffy uh, still does two for one drinks, by the way. So, oh man, I can't wait till we get back. Oh, it's gonna be fucking. <laughs> get your vaccines, you motherfuckers. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready to get drunk with Heat fans again. Herd that immunity up, best. This bitch. Herd yeah, immunity. let's vaccines go. Vaccines with herd immunity. There we go. Let's go. Okay, so for uh, for tonight we have three new additions actually. So this one, this one, <laughs> this one was suggested to us by the Miami Heat mind. We have, Char I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, uh, Charlie Hunnam as uh, Birdman. Ooh. That's good. Who's I mean, that? I think it's a little bit like, well, we got a beard. So yeah. Who is that? Is he from like Sons He's of Anarchy? Son Sons of yeah, Sons uh, of Anarchy. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Forged in Fire or some shit. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. All those. I don't. I don't watch. I have never Forged seen Sons of Anarchy. I have no idea. Uh, this one, I, I, I thought this one would be fun uh, for Dion Waiters. We have mm. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm all about that, man. For sure. I'm feeling cheese. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get some snacks. And, and this one, this one. Uh, we're, gonna go, we're gonna go to Toronto. I'm gonna get somebody pregnant. Best <laughs> <laughs> Butter had this idea. Uh, we actually have our, our, our first Heat Media member uh, for Ira Winderman. We have oh, Gilbert Gottfried. That one was so good. <laughs> that shit was so good. <laughs> Love you, Ira. <laughs> so that, that's our late night Put edition to the Miami Heat movie. Send us your suggestions at hashtag. I want to see Miami Tracy Heat Morgan movie. again. <laughs> they call me Kobe Way. I'm out here. I got Kobe's hand as a wave jump shot. You can't stop me. It's the I'm extra stuffing get, in the vocal cords. I'm about to get somebody pregnant. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.